Hey everyone, Mario Selenas here. Welcome to Wisdom's Echo, Origin Gates Daily Podcast. Very happy to be coming to you again with story time, and this story involves a storm. A literal storm, not a figurative one. One where we were expecting uh, large amounts of rain, strong winds, basically treacherous conditions for driving or even depending on where people lived, especially those in lowlands close to the water level. Um, very treacherous and dangerous and um, flooding being threatened and trees falling and limbs falling and those kinds of things, power going out. And this wasn't very long ago. It was just a few months after we moved to our new home in Haddam, Connecticut, where we live now. And just a few months ago, really from now, sometimes the stories I share go way back in my life, but this one's um, rather recent. And there was a lot of forecasting of what could happen or how the storm could go or how much rain we would get. There were different projections and analysis from different news programs and reporters and weather men and women. So I remember us preparing for this storm and preparing carefully, making sure there was enough gas for the generator in case we had to go without power for many days on end. We do live in the country and it might take days before the crews got to repair power lines. We also considered the possibility of flooding, of course, because we do have a river and a pond on our property, a river that runs the length of the property and a pond that feeds the river. And we have seen the water levels of the river rise to where they become one with the pond. And the only other way after that is for the water to start moving toward the house. So we had some flooding early on in our times here, and it was mostly due to bad drainage systems which have been repaired. And now we have not had any issues with water coming near the house or in the house since then. But when there are uh, many inches of rain coming down within a short period of time, there's always the possibility of flooding. So all these things were creating this conundrum of of concern because of the possibilities of what the storm could do. But the greatest concern, because we are surrounded by tall trees, we have a few 90 plus foot trees. For those of you that work with meters, that would be about, um, let's see, 100 feet would be about uh, 40 meters perhaps. So, a 90 footer or more would be clo close to that between 30 and 40 meters uh, high. And if those trees were to come down, they would definitely um, cause major damage on our home. And we are surrounded by trees. None of them are immediately upon us. There are no limbs over the house per se, but many, many trees because we're surrounded by forests. So, as we were preparing and bracing for this storm and hearing all the different projections and the weather reports, I remember placing a call to my father-in-law who has lived through many storms, right? And I think the older we are, more experienced we are in life. And one of the things that 
uh, age and experience will give us is 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 more storms <laughs> whether they be literal as the case i am describing here or figurative and my father-in-law said something to me that was very comforting in that particular situation and something i have not forgotten and perhaps can be the springboard today into something i'd like to share with you my father-in-law said I wouldn't be worried about the trees around your house because you have so many trees close to each other. They are much safer from falling due to strong wind when there are a lot of trees bunched together. The root systems intertwine and the branches even sometimes intertwine as is the case with us. So he said they hold up each other in a way and it is much harder for a tree to come down hard on a house when there are many other trees around it it may start to move toward the property but he said the root system was so entangled with the root systems of other trees it would it would break the fall and it would slow it down and it definitely wouldn't be as catastrophic even if it were to come toward the house and I was comforted by that and the storm came and went and we did have strong winds and we did have some limbs come down. Nothing came near the house. We're very grateful for that. And the rain, uh, though substantial, did not cause any flooding and we, we weathered that storm rather well. But I remembered what my father-in-law had told me and it stayed with me that when there are many other trees around a tree that could potentially fall, they hold it up. And I believe that this illustrates a concept in our life in the kingdom, and that is the accountability and support that we receive from each other. The accountability that makes it harder for us to give up. The fact that there are others depending on us, others looking to us, especially anyone who is in any position of leadership, or has a platform per se, there is a level of accountability and stewardship of that platform or that influence that calls us to a very high level of integrity in the way that we walk. There are other trees around us that may not necessarily hold us up and put their arms around us to, to, to cause us to brace in a storm. And yet the very presence of others looking at us, those that depend on us, those that are potentially inspired by us or to whom we may be role models, uh, are in many ways those who would give us one more reason to persevere and to break through and to survive the storms. I remember many times in my life in the pastoral ministry that I served for many years where different circumstances, events, or people caused me to, at different times, to want to give up. And I always, I always uh, joked, semi-joked, that if I knew how to quit, I would have quit, but I never learned how to. And that was kind of semi-bravado talk right there. But the truth is, I, I didn't quit. But the truth is also that there were many times I wanted to. And what kept me from doing so was the fact that there were many people I was responsible for and accountable to 
and not just the immediate congregations that I was serving or the staff or even my own personal family, but also those that look to us to be light on a city on a hill, uh, the light of the world, the salt of the earth, those who may not have um, come through the doors of the church ever and yet somehow respected what we did and recognized there was something of substance going on there. We couldn't let them down. And the fact that there were so many that I was responsible for and so many that looked to me for direction or instruction or who opened their lives for my life to influence theirs, I felt that they were holding me up in those times in a in an unconventional way, perhaps, without even knowing that I was going through something, without being aware of something in me that wanted to give up. The fact that they were in my life, in the roles that they had in my life, made me accountable to them. Also, my upbringing, my family, my siblings, my parents, Danielle's family, uh, my, my own children, all of these were roots that were intertwined with the roots in my own life and in some way I drew strength from different things that would happen in the lives of those around me and all it takes is 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 one little story or one extra push to get up the hump and over the hump and over the hill and then you can make it so I remember that part but also those whom I opened my life to and who spoke into my life, who encouraged me, who supported me, uh, whom I could call and reach out to. And in my book, The Next Test, I open up the book by sharing a story about my good friend, Daryl Nicolette, and how um, when I was going through a very hard time after completing a building program and having faced all the challenges of that building program, I came as close as I ever did to giving up anything in my life really even even beyond special forces training and and green beret boot camp and all these other things that i did that were extreme i would say completing that building pro project and the few months after the completion of the project were the the closest i've come to giving up and i remember my wife recommending i go and see my friend daryl and when i called him and said can i come and see you today he thought something catastrophic had happened in our lives. Uh, he thought moral failure. He thought even though he knew our character was was um, uh, above reproach and all those kinds of things, he still thought maybe, maybe something happened. Um, he thought maybe it's a health issue, maybe it's a financial issue. But when I described to him what had happened and how I had worked so hard to build this building and when we completed it, um, there were certain things that were making me discouraged and frustrated. Uh, I remember he was biting into a piece of chocolate cake and and I wrote about this in the book, uh, The Next Test. It was the foreword to the book, actually, the beginning, the introduction. And he is he took a bite of his chocolate cake at the restaurant where we were eating in Pepperell, Massachusetts. After I had finished telling him everything about what I was going through, he said, wonderful. This is wonderful. <laughs> this is the stuff that makes leaders worth their weight in gold. You have graduated to another level of leadership, and that is the place where you really accomplish something uh, worth standing in for, worth dying for, 
and persevering for and you are at that place and you are going to persevere it was it was absolutely powerful i've never forgotten it i i drove back fully alive and fully awake and fully excited to get back in the saddle and to take take the helm and to and to run with this thing and only good things happened since then but it's because i had a brother in that critical time to support me and to encourage me not to tell me what a failure I would be if I gave up, because I already knew that, but to prop me up and to say the things that a true friend would say to encourage and to support another friend in a time of crisis. I believe that friendship and relationship, that is friendship even within family, because I'm closer to my children as a friend now than I am as a parent. They don't see me as, as a parent as much as they do a friend, uh, a consultant, um, someone who offers input in their lives or journeys with them. Or in the case of my middle son, Caleb, we're going to be traveling to Singapore together in a few months. And these are precious times uh, where friendship and camaraderie of a different kind than the parent-child relationship can ensue. And... I just know that they look to me and I look to them. We inspire each other and friendship, whether it be within family or actual friends that we have outside of family or co-laborers with whom we have friendly relationships, but the relationship that is true and genuine and authentic, uh, for me, it, it signifies the strength that those roots will offer the roots of another tree to hold it down in a storm, to keep it from leaning and falling over. Uh, when you consider how much weight is in a tree, once we took a tree down in our yard that was a 90-foot oak tree, and I remember that at the bottom of that trunk, uh, they had left six or seven feet of trunk for us to be able to, to make tabletops out of it and i remember when we weighed the, the 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 that part of the trunk that was left it was one ton per foot so one foot of that trunk weighed a ton so can you imagine how much weight is on that tree all the way up 90 feet if it were to start leaning toward our house that was only about 20 feet away from it Right, it would it would come down on that house like a, a a hot knife on butter, but because of what my father-in-law said, and that dynamic that exists in nature, the fact that many trees around that one tree support it, it it holds up in the storm, and it's not the only reason it holds up. The roots also go deep and they go far out, and there's all the all these other factors, but for our purposes, kingdom purposes sons of God purposes, we must continue to nourish and to nurture these relationships because these relationships that we have with each other and especially the accountability we have toward one another, the integrity we uphold in the way that we live our lives considering others are the things that are going to help us hold up in the storm. Until we speak again, I bless you in the name of Yeshua. Shalom.